Hello and welcome to another episode of This Diet Life. I am Kim Dunaway. Because I am in the health food industry and also a yogi, I'm often asked the question if I am vegan or vegetarian. And the answer is no, I am an omnivore. It's not for lack of trying to be vegan or vegetarian. But I always end up gaining weight when I'm on a plant-based diet, largely because my favorite foods are vegan. Almond butter, Lara bars, these types of of foods are, I'm perfectly happy eating. I like tofu and, and veggie burgers and, but they don't like me. They do like my waistline though. But you're starting to see plant-based everywhere. It's, like I've become a buzzword in the last few months. And by January, plant-based is probably gonna be the new keto. And a few weeks ago, I was in the natural food section at Kroger and there were several different foods that had plant-based on them. And I was like, okay, is this the new code word for vegan? Like what's up with this? And then that same day, one of my Facebook friends put on Facebook, kind of the same quandary, like what's up with everything saying plant-based? Now I've got to read all the ingredients to figure out if I'm vegan, if it's vegan or not, because she is vegan. And I figured it's got to be marketing. For years, when manufacturers labeled things vegetarian or vegan, it kind of came with a negative connotation. People felt like, well, I'm not vegan or vegetarian, so I guess that food isn't for me. Plant-based is more neutral. Well, everybody wants to eat more plants and it doesn't have the negative connotation associated with being vegan or vegetarian. Whatever reason that that may be, unfortunately, sometimes there is a negative connotation associated with that. So now everything's all plant-based and you're starting to see beyond burgers at major restaurants and impossible burgers and there's been all of this talk in the media about how Beyond Meat has done very well since they've gone public. And it's interesting to me. Growing up in a health food store, we grew up on everything. So we grew up on Boca burgers and tofu hot dogs and vegetarian chili and soy milk and all of these types of, you know, the 90s version of all the vegan foods. And so these kind of foods are not new to me. They don't bother me. I'm good with it. I do think that there are compelling reasons to eat a more plant-based diet. For instance, the number one killers in this country are heart disease and cancer. They take up like almost half of the deaths in this country, with the third thing being accidents. And both of those particular issues can be very much prevented with a plant-based diet. So the more recent book that sort of states the case for this is How Not to Die. The, every generation has a book of this caliber. For me, that book was The China Study years ago by T. Colin Campbell. Eat to Live by Joel Furman, also very good as well too. They all lay out very compelling cases for why a person should eat a more plant-based diet. I don't specifically say vegan or vegetarian because specifically in the China study, he talks about how there really is no difference between eating a diet that's 90% plant-based and a diet that's 100% 
plant-based. And one of the reasons I think a lot of times that there's negative connotations associated with being vegan or vegetarian is because a lot of times those people are all in. It's all or nothing. And they can be somewhat off-putting to other people who are omnivores. They always have that joke that you know a vegan as soon as you see them because they're going to tell you in the first five minutes that you met them. (laughs) And a lot of times this can be true. And I do admire a lot of their passions and people are vegan for different reasons or vegetarian, but there really isn't a difference between, as they've shown, 90% and 100%. So literally a person could be that flexitarian or semi-vegetarian where they ate 90 to 95% of their diet being vegetarian and that had that little bit of wiggle room there and they would get the same health benefits of someone that was 100% eating that way. Now, before we sort of get into the bit of the pros and cons a bit, let me just kind of get into some of the issues around being vegan and vegetarian that people tend to talk about a lot of times, which is where do they get their protein? Like that's always the big thing. Where do they get their protein? Well, Most people that are vegetarian are what are called lacto-ovo vegetarians, which means they do eggs and they do dairy. And this isn't always a super healthy diet because a lot of times they really, really lean on dairy. And so they eat a lot of cheese and a lot of yogurts and things like that. And dairy can be really mucus forming. There's different forms of dairy and there's some that can be more healthy for you like your goat milks or your raw cheeses and those types of things and there's others that are not so much it's i'm not going to get into whole dairy thing a whole lot it can be very very controversial because there's the whole nobody else drinks milk after they're two years old you know in other countries or other animals and different things like that there's there's always these different thought processes around doing dairy but in general most people who are vegetarian do get plenty of protein from eggs and dairy products, for instance. Those who are vegan can also get plenty of protein from fruit vegetable combinations, as well as your grains and your nuts and things like that. None of these are are high sources of proteins by any effect, no. But your actual protein needs daily are small meaning that the amount that it takes to keep you from being deficient in protein is very small. Might not be an optimal amount, might not be great if you work out a whole lot, and it's definitely probably not gonna work if you're a bodybuilder, for instance, but you can definitely get your protein needs as a vegan, no doubt. So the other thing is, is that if someone is vegan or vegetarian, they must immediately be healthier than someone who is an omnivore. That could very well be the case, or that could very well not be the case because for instance I'm pretty sure Oreos are vegan right you could eat tons of Oreos and have no vegetables and technically be a vegan but you would not be very healthy just like a person can be an omnivore and eat fish and chicken and lots of vegetables and whole grains and be very healthy so just the type of diet that you follow doesn't necessarily mean that you are healthy whether it's paleo keto what have you there's always plenty of ways to be unhealthy version of whatever diet that you are following okay so now on to compelling cases of why a person should at least strive to eat more plant-based foods well 
we all know that the population in the world in the United States continues to increase. And I'm certainly not advocating any type of population control. But as we continue to increase in population, we continue to consume resources. And so that means that more meat production, more food production, all of these things have to be able to compensate for an increasing population. And so a lot of the agriculture, specifically corn that is grown in this country, is gone on to fed the meat industry and dairy industries as a result of that. I don't believe that that is sustainable over time. A lot of water resources also goes to that. I don't know the exact number and time of when that's got to be that's got to change but at some point it has to change right so we have to look at other sources outside of just meat and dairy to get food and in general most people don't get near enough vegetables like I'm not a big huge fan of my plate just like I wasn't a big huge fan of the food pyramid but at least with my plate, they do put more of an emphasis on vegetables than the old food pyramid used to do where it was all about grains. People do need to eat more vegetables, no question about it. And so I do think that if you do have, if it's burgers or hot dogs, or I'm even seeing carrot and, and diff, sweet potatoes and different things like that, put in yogurts, like whatever it takes sometimes, and different, you know, we got cauliflower tots and all kind of stuff these days. I do think that that's a positive move in the right direction because we do need to eat more plants and we do have a lot of ecological reasons that that needs to happen. And again, there's a compelling case out there in a number of books that have done full studies that make for a plant-based diet being a way to combat a lot of these different types of diseases that we have in this country. I always think of our, our system as being very backwards, our, our healthcare system being very backwards and that the emphasis is always on the symptom when really the best thing is to try to prevent the problem. They, there's always that cliche that a you know, that like a, a, a little bit of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Like it's really where a lot of the research needs to go instead of the research kind of on what to do once somebody has the problem. Let's talk about how to prevent it. That's the best way. And so diet plays such a huge part. And so there's definitely a compelling case for following a more plant-based diet for those reasons, as well as the ecological reasons. Now, you have somebody like me, for instance. I have, ever since I've been through my yoga teacher training in 2014, gone at least 30 to 40 days every single year on a strict vegan diet. Now again, every single time I do, I gain weight. <laughs> it's so frustrating because I do have a desire to actually eat this way. I, I, I like chicken, I like beef, I like all those things just fine, but I could also leave them just fine as well. But I have this whole weight issue, which I've built a podcast all around, that I've been unable to be able to do that. And part of it too is my digestive issues that I have surrounded around my gluten intolerance. It makes it very difficult for me to do a lot of grains. And so it makes it challenging to follow a, a vegan or more plant-based diet a lot of times because I my body just doesn't do well 
without animal protein. It just doesn't. I've done all kind of protein shakes. I've tried all kind of things. And it doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying. I'll certainly try it again. But it is, it has been harder for me. And there are certain body types, as I have discussed, one type of, of body typing, the Abravanel method. But there are also lots of other types too, such as the endo, ecto, and mesomorphs, for instance. And there's also the blood type diets, which I won't get into hugely here, but just to sort of give you a little bit of background there, what they kind of use is your ethnic background. So for instance, type A's a lot of times come from more of an Asian background or places where they tended to eat a lot more plants and vegetables. So that's the type that a lot of times they say does best on a more vegetarian diet. I am a type O, which they say comes more from a hunter-gatherer type of bloodline, and they typically do better on a higher protein, lower carb diet. So I am a type O, I am a thyroid body type, I'm probably an endomorph, which is also the type that is more functions better on a higher protein, lower carbohydrate diet. I'm a fast oxidizer. I'm a protein type, like literally every single body type out there that you throw at me, it's always that type. High protein, lower carb, doesn't function well as a vegan or vegetarian. The only one that that I've been typed for that doesn't is a Vata type, which is a, which is the Ayurvedic system, the Indian system, where they put you in Vata, Kapha, or a Pita type. And for years, I always thought I was a Kapha type because that's the heavier, easily gained weight. But twice I've had Ayurvedic consultations and both times they're like, no, you are a Vata. Which again is frustrating because most Vatas are thin and have problems gaining weight, unlike me. So I've also had a hard time following a Vata diet as well. And so the search for me continues. I will continue to play with different diets. I've done paleo, vegan, like literally I've tried everything, but I'm sure there's other things out there that I haven't tried. And, but even so, even me as a protein type, I still try my best to incorporate more plants in my diet. So even if that means that you eat one more serving of vegetable a day, that is a step in the right direction. It doesn't mean you've got to go full on vegetarian or full on vegan. Like I said, the goal is just to eat more plants. So thanks again for listening. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. Again, thank you for listening.